Hello and welcome to another episode of Virtual Legality. I'm your host, Richard Hogue, managing member of the Hogue Law Business Law Firm of Northville, Michigan. And on your screen before you, you can see the new message that apparently Minecraft will be delivering to the worst actors, presumably, in the Minecraft multiplayer universe. Banned! You have been banned from Minecraft Online. You will not be able to play on servers, join realms, host or join multiplayer games, or use the marketplace. If you are paying for a realm, you will need to cancel your subscription through the store where it was purchased. Yes, Minecraft has now taken the step to empower its moderators with the ability to deploy, as I colloquially put it in the thumbnail to this video, the ban hammer. Now, this was brought to my attention on Twitter, as so many of these topics usually are. I want to give a hat tip to text at emeraldled3452. Hey, Hoaglaw. There's a new article on the official Minecraft website that mentions new ways Minecraft will be moderated. However, the community fears about its implications. I've seen how good you are at tackling corporate messaging. So here's a challenge. And indeed, it was a challenge because like so many of the things that we have seen talking about terms of service, terms and conditions in this space, in virtual legality, they tend to nest a number of documents into one specific blog post, one specific reference. So there was a substantial amount of parsing here. Do I, I do want to thank text, emerald3452, for bringing this to my attention because I do think it's interesting. I do think it's going to impact a lot of people. I want to give a disclaimer here. First of all, my daughters absolutely adore Minecraft. And in general, I'm in favor of having Minecraft be a quote-unquote safe space for my kids to enjoy. I'm also a corporate lawyer. I'm generally in favor of these institutions, these corporations being allowed to manage their entities, their platforms, their software as they say, see fit. But even then, it can still come out that these institutions, these entities are deploying their rules in an ambiguous way, in a way that gives them perhaps a little bit too much power. And certainly we can comment on those kinds of things in this space. The last disclaimer I want to give is that I am not a big Minecraft player. I have jumped in. It's one of the biggest games uh, in the world, of course, uh, but I haven't played it a ton except for popping into the worlds uh, of my daughter, seeing what they have built. And so in terms of terminology, in terms of how this operates on a technical basis, if I make a mistake here, I would very much appreciate it if you're a big Minecraft fan that you leave a comment to this video. You explain to me where I got wrong so that we can make sure we have the best discussion possible. Now, let's take a look at this blog post from the team behind Minecraft. Moderating Minecraft, how we create a safer place for our community. Play is at the heart of everything we do, but safety comes first. Yes, even before play. To this end, Mojang Studios enlist the help of moderators who work tirelessly to maintain Minecraft's welcoming environment. Now, the first thing we note in this paragraph is that they establish that there are, in fact, already moderators. And that is what I would expect for any online kind of organization here. You might remember in virtual legality, uh, we talked about instances where Minecraft servers have created problems online, both for the people that are commenting on them, the journalists that are jumping into them, as well as, of course, from Mojang and Microsoft, because that's a bad look for these two companies if something really awful is happening on one of these servers and a journalist jumps in and says, wow, I don't want to have anything to do with this game anymore. And that has, in fact, happened online. You can go check out those kinds of things from earlier in this year. But it's worth noting that they are stating here in the first paragraph that they already enlist moderators to do some things. But apparently before this post, before a couple of days ago, 
those moderators weren't empowered to really use the nuclear option, the ban hammer, to kick people off of the Minecraft servers, and now they are going to be. This is work we've been doing for a long time, but we've recently added new moderation actions to the bedrock version of Minecraft. Now, this was a term I had to look up. I went to the official wiki for Minecraft. Bedrock edition, also known as the bedrock editions, bedrock versions, or just bedrock, refers to the multi-platform family of editions of Minecraft developed by Mojang Studios, Xbox Game Studios, 4J Studios, and Skybox Labs. Prior to this term, as the engine originated with Pocket Edition, this entire product family was referred to as Pocket Edition, or similar terms to which it is still frequently referred to as. Now, this is distinguished from apparently the Java Edition, which may or may not be the first edition. Again, I apologize for all this. And another edition called, I believe it's Legacy Edition. But suffice it to say, Bedrock Edition, for our purposes of this conversation, is most of what you would be playing if you turn on your PlayStation, your Switch, your Xbox, whatever, your iPad, and you go and you turn on the application Minecraft. Bedrock is the main, apparently supported version of the game. And so this applies to generally everybody. These tools are meant to help ensure that all our players can continue feeling as safe as possible within Minecraft and Realms on Xbox One, PS4, Nintendo Switch, Windows 10, iOS, and Android. And of course, the next generation systems as well that can play these things through backward compatibility. So what is new? Minecraft moderators can now ban players who do not follow our community guidelines. We will, of course, be looking at those when sending online messages using our services, realms, or featured servers, and communicating online through signposts and books. Of course, the content of single-player games is not moderated, but kind of hidden in an invisible ink after this sentence is, it may still be affected, as we will see. Now, there are a couple terms here that, again, I didn't know. I didn't know what realms was. So Minecraft Realms is their official subscription-based server hosting service, that allows players to create and manage their own private Minecraft servers. They're hosted by Mojang, which is why Mojang is interested in them, and provide an easy and fast way to create servers and allow the owner to manage them from inside the game without prior knowledge of the concepts for hosting on the internet, not having to go into the, the, the deep web and do all the things that I certainly can't do and the more technically minded among you certainly can, and to do it instead from an interface that Minecraft itself presents to allow for easier server hosting. So that's their subscription service, allows people to pay Mojang this money, and then they get access to what amounts to web hosting through the Minecraft game itself, which is of course a problem if you wind up getting banned. So they say, we can now ban people for sending online messages using Realms or featured servers, which appear to be some kind of highlighted servers that Mojang or Microsoft puts up as, as Minecraft, or communicating online through signposts and books that you create therein. So the general scope of this thing right now is messages, things that you write down, online messages through their services, signposts, books. It's not as ephemeral as things like voice communications as best I can tell, although online messages, of course, can be a little bit broader depending on how you are reading these things. But we don't appear to be in the scenario that we were when we were looking at the PlayStation terms of service when apparently you can send in clips of voice communications and PlayStation can decide to do bad things to your PlayStation account. Currently, moderators can hand out permanent bans. Now, currently appears to actually mean now that we've made this post and this change. Currently, moderators can hand out permanent bans that extend to all versions of Minecraft, except Minecraft Dungeons, which I have to admit, I wouldn't 
assume is a version of Minecraft. It's an ARPG that's built off of some of the assets and looks like Minecraft, but isn't in fact Minecraft. In order to target severe offenses meant to cause harm to others. So in that parenthetical after the comma, we get their own interpreted definition of what they mean by severe offenses. Obviously, this isn't a legal-easy type document. As we go and we look at some of the Minecraft Mojang-facing documents, we will see they don't like legalese. They like to make things seem simpler than they are. And while that's nice, and while we talk about plain English legal documents all the time in this space, they also have the potential for being more ambiguous than true legalese, where you can actually parse out exactly what is being said. And this blog post is no different. They are clearly in charge of determining what a severe offense is when you or another means to cause harms to others, right? That is actually a kind of mind reading type thing. Mens rea is what we might call it in criminal law, where you actually have to establish what the mental state, what the intent of somebody else is. And so just by the nature of what they put on a signpost in Minecraft, we can determine that the offense is not only severe, but that you, by putting that signpost in, meant to cause harm to others. Now, of course, there are clearly things on the far end of the messaging spectrum that I think we would all agree are messages that were intended to cause harm to someone and that should probably be considered severe offenses. Where we get into trouble, where Mojang gets into trouble, where people are probably justified in being concerned about a post like this and powers like these is in that gray area where you say, hey, I was making a joke or I really didn't intend to cause harm to anyone. And if I didn't intend it, can you ban me under this rubric? Because you say severe offenses are meant to cause harm, but you are the final judge, jury, and executioner. So we start to get into a little bit of concern, especially if I've put my livelihood, my time, my effort, my resources, and more importantly, my money into Minecraft. We are also working on introducing temporary bans for lesser offenses. So this is the opening salvo blog post, right? From a messaging perspective, they are trying to condition you to understand that we are going to be doing more and more of this into the future, that our moderators are going to be pursuing bans, suspensions, permanent, temporary, for all manner of things in Minecraft. And you have to get used to that because right now, we apparently feel that we haven't been doing enough. And maybe if you're in Minecraft a lot, you can comment to this video and say, hey, no, they haven't been doing enough. This is a good move, uh, but maybe we still have our concerns as we will see in this video. When a user is banned, they will receive a message specifying the reason, as well as information on how they can cancel their Realm subscription. For more details, including examples of severe offenses, please visit the Minecraft Help Center, which of course we will be doing. Now, one thing to note here is that Realms is a subscription service, right? I have to say from a logistical and technical point of view, it's not the greatest thing that Microsoft slash Mojang can suspend you, can have your subscription running for Realms, and then you have to remember to go and cancel it. From a technical perspective, if they have enough technical expertise to ban you from accessing the realm, they should have enough technical expertise to cancel it for you at that point in time because any collection of money after that point in time is unjustified. And so they just say, hey, you're going to have to remember to cancel it for yourself. In my opinion, if that is the circumstance, they should cancel it for you. This really shouldn't be complicated for Microsoft or Mojang. By introducing these new tools, we aim to ensure that our community guidelines are enforced, which in turn will help us provide a positive and enjoyable environment throughout our games. And there's even more to come, highlighted in red, of course, because small sentence, big meaning. We are constantly evaluating new ways to help us make our community a safer space for everyone and we'll keep you updated on the progress. In the meantime, 
Please be nice to each other with, of course, now the shadow threat that if you're not, bad, bad, bad things can happen to your Minecraft account. So there's more to come. As we said, temporary bans for lesser offenses, maybe even more than that. And they point you to a couple of pages. They point you to the help center to help determine what it means to be banned. And also they reference their community guidelines to ensure that they are being enforced. So in order to understand exactly what is being done here, we need to look at a few more pages that they've put forth on this particular post. Why have I been banned from Minecraft with the image that we looked at at the top of this video? Players that have been found to be in violation of our community standards. So that's passive voice, right? Players that have been found by whom? right? By us, by a single moderator, as we will see, which is a problem in and of itself, certainly a problem that I have with the process as presented here, will find the message above when they attempt to sign into Minecraft on any platform, non-Java edition. In this state, players will not be allowed to play on servers, join realms, host or join multiplayer games, or use the marketplace. In fact, that's exactly what the image says, right? They will also not be allowed to access Minecraft Earth. And here's a red sentence for you. Additionally, Xbox players will not have access to their worlds. Now, again, I don't play a lot of Minecraft. I actually went and asked my girls what a world is, and I bring up this post here. A world is the individual Minecraft universe which encompasses an instance each of the overworld, the neither, or the nether, and the end. Formerly a level. And I talked to my girls, and I said, yeah, it's you create a world, and that's your level. So on Xbox, at least, it appears that Minecraft users are at most at risk Right? And it's unclear to me why exactly Xbox players would be singled out here, except, of course, that Xbox is itself a Microsoft product. And we will see they drag in when they're talking about their community standards every single other standard that they've ever named, either for Mojang or Microsoft or Xbox. And so maybe it's just the case that Microsoft says, hey, we can punish Xbox players more than we can punish players on Switch or iPad or PlayStation. But if that is, in fact, the case, you have to look at this and say, is Microsoft, which owns Mojang and Minecraft, is Microsoft's Xbox now the worst place to play Minecraft, or at least the place where you're most at risk? Certainly just from this sentence, it would seem that that is in fact the case, because if you can't access your worlds on Xbox after something like this happens, I believe Minecraft itself is just basically cut off from you. So when they make a post that says, hey, by the way, single-player games are not moderated, that might well be true, but if you're in multiplayer and you get moderated, if you get banned under this rubric, it would appear that at least on Xbox, your single-player content can very much be prohibited from your access, which is a problem, especially when we get to the next line. Bans are permanent, non-negotiable, and cannot be removed by support. Now, as a lawyer, I will say this. When you hear something is non-negotiable, when you hear something cannot be modified, we absolutely cannot do anything about it. We can't change any of it. That's just our rules, our policies, the way we operate. That's not true. That's not true at any level of any institution, any organization, any individual that you might be negotiating with. There is always a way for it to be done. However, the standard that they put forth here will apply in 99% of the cases. And so this is where I start to have a problem with what they're doing. Right? I want Minecraft to be a safe place. My daughters are in there. I like that they are taking actions. However, one single moderator deciding that something was done that was bad, that was against community guidelines, which we will see are as ambiguous as ever and really grant Microsoft and Mojang and now these individual moderators an enormous amount of power over people is a problem. 
right? If you have an individual that decides they don't like you for some reason, they can attack your Minecraft account or maybe your Mojang account, or as we will see more problematically, your Microsoft account, then it really needs to be a process that can be appealed. There needs to be a system in place where Microsoft slash Mojang says, okay, we might have had a crazy moderator out there. We have to review those moderation actions. There might be someone that is using this power that has gone to their head and it's being done in a way that isn't advantageous for our community and is creating a lot of problems for people in Minecraft. Now, that's the parade of horribles. That's what lawyers do. You look at the system, you look at the structure of what has been set up, and you say, this is the way it could go wrong. But if you're a Minecraft community member and you're looking at this and saying, hey, I'm worried about that, I think when you see these sentences, when you see Xbox players can't even access their worlds and you're playing Minecraft on Xbox, you look at these in combination and on the basis that we will see the reasons that they can terminate your account and you say, wow, that's a lot of power. This really gives me pause. The ban has been issued because the player has been found, again, passive voice, in violation of our community standards for any of the following in-game behaviors. Hate speech, sexual content and grooming, real-life threats, exposing the personal information of others, posting links to malicious software, impersonating staff, cheating slash exploits, and general commercial spamming. Now, the usual suspects here are the ones that you're probably going to be most concerned about in terms of ambiguity, in terms of a lot of power being granted to these moderators. Hate speech is a notoriously difficult category to define. We will see that Microsoft itself isn't great at defining it. Sexual content, pretty obvious. Real life threats, pretty obvious. Even personal information, probably pretty obvious. Although there are certain things that you could reveal that a misinformed moderator or a bad faith moderator could use against you. Posting links to malicious software is an interesting one because, of course, if you post links at all, you aren't in charge of what that third party puts up on their website. You probably aren't in charge of what advertising they put up on their website. And certainly advertisements have been a way that malicious code gets onto people's computers. And so one of the things that you might want to do is when you see this, you might not want to post links ever on a Minecraft online communication, because since you don't control that, if it turned out to hurt somebody's computer, they could come swing around for you and ban you permanently. Impersonating staff, pretty obvious. Cheating and exploits, mostly obvious, but you do start to get into questions with that exploit category. What does it mean if there's a bug or an unintended feature in the way the game operates that allows me to get something that maybe I wasn't supposed to get? Yes, technically that's cheating. Maybe it's exploiting, but... Is it a violation of the rules? It's a gray area in and of itself. And then if a moderator says, stop doing that or I'll ban you, it just gives a lot of control to the experience to these people that, frankly, we don't know. General commercial spamming, again, usually pretty obvious. The use of the word commercial there is helpful. It's not just general spamming of materials. And so what we really start to fight about is hate speech, what that means in this context, potentially what exploits mean, and potentially spamming as well. If your account has been banned and you have a Realms Plus subscription, you will need to cancel your subscription so you will not be charged for content that you cannot access. Again, come on, Microsoft. You can cut these things off. We know that you can. We shouldn't have to cancel our subscription if we otherwise can't access what you are saying that you've sold to us. So this is the scenario, right? It says, this is a violation of our community standards for these behaviors. So we have to go and we have to go look at those community standards. And the very first thing we see when we look at the Minecraft community standards is a whole bunch of other documents. 
Your use of Minecraft is governed by the Microsoft Services Agreement, and while the Code of Conduct section of the Microsoft Services Agreement applies to all Microsoft products, as well as the Xbox community standards, which, even though this sentence is confusingly drafted, presumably only applies to your use of the Xbox, as the Minecraft franchise continues to grow and introduce new Minecraft titles, the Minecraft franchise is offering new features, including new ways to interact with others that benefit from an additional level of explanation. To this end, we've created the following community standards for the Minecraft franchise, separate from Microsoft and separate from the Xbox itself. We want to ensure that if players choose not to follow the community standards in one of our Minecraft franchise games, we can protect players across the franchise and in our community. Now, as I said earlier in the video, this is one of those instances where Mojang slash Microsoft slash Minecraft, whoever you want to call it, really doesn't like legalese. And so they have drafted these community standards li as lightly as possible, which unfortunately also makes them as broad as possible. These handy community standards cover gameplay using Mojang-provided online services, not presumably individual interactions in, in maybe a networked environment. It's unclear just because I'm not as familiar with how people can connect without using Realms, without using the featured server concepts. But if you're just with a person in your living room on the same Wi-Fi connection, I don't know that this kind of thing applies. It might. It's just hard to say. What do they ask that you do? They treat other community members with respect, okay? That's fair. I want to be treated with respect. I'm sure you want to be treated with respect as well. The difficulty, of course, comes when we disagree as to whether or not respect was given. If there's a chat function available in a game or on a website, be mindful of other people's experiences. This includes avoiding excessive posting or spamming, and don't yell because yelling is someone is usually not very nice. Again, not a very legal easy document. If you have an argument or unpleasant encounter with another player, our lovely moderation team are available to advise and assist. Whatever the situation, don't name and shame other members of the community publicly as this counts as harassment. Now, this might be one area where there's a bit of an unintended consequence to granting moderators the right to use the ban hammer, right? They want you to report every instance of when you have an unpleasant encounter to their moderation team. They don't want vigilante justice on the Minecraft servers. They want to be able to handle it. The problem is, now that moderators have this very draconian nuclear option against people, there will be a general incentive to not report folks, especially if you've had any continued interactions with them, if you're on the same server for a while, even if they're otherwise a stranger to you outside of Minecraft, because calling in the Minecraft police has a tendency now or a possibility of getting that person that you called them in on executed in terms of Minecraft, right? So what you've got now is an incentive to not do that and maybe an incentive to instead do what they don't want you to do, which is just to tell other people on the server to quote unquote name and shame. And that could itself reverse back on you, especially if that naming and shaming is deemed to be a severe offense that was meant to cause harm to others, right? Is it meant to cause harm to others? Frankly, if you call in the Minecraft police with the intention of getting someone else terminated, isn't that a kind of harassment meant to cause harm to others? I'm not suggesting Minecraft or Mojang or Microsoft would interpret it that way, but you start to see how you can get into this iterative process of thinking through the issues, and ultimately, the only ones that matter here are the moderators that can decide to do whatever they want. 
Think twice about the information that you share publicly. You're not allowed to promote any manner of illegal activity. I'm in favor of all these things. Create content and conversation that is positive and encouraging rather than negative and disparaging. Which brings up the question, I don't think anything in this bullet would fall under the level of severe, right? This isn't the kind of thing that is meant to harm someone else. But if you're just negative and disparaging, if you're having a bad day, if you're depressed and you're putting up comments on the Minecraft server that are just kind of sad, Maybe not for permanent bans. Is this the kind of thing that Mojang is trying to reserve in the future for temporary bans? A less severe offense? You didn't create a positive and encouraging environment. You were negative and disparaging. Which reminds me of a classic Twilight Zone episode. Maybe you've seen the Treehouse of Horror version of it on The Simpsons, where there's a little boy that can do anything he wants with his mind, and the town in which that boy lives essentially always has to be happy, always has to be positive, always has to be having a smile on their face because the boy doesn't like negative and disparaging comments or thoughts. And it creates a problem because essentially those people are living in tyranny of this tiny, I think it's a 10 year old boy in the Twilight Zone episode. And I'm not suggesting that Minecraft is gonna get that way, but when you see these bullets and you start to give more powers to the moderators to enforce them, you start to get into this situation where like, oh yes, moderator, I'm very happy. Positive thoughts only, very encouraging. This is a great game. I'm very much in favor of you. You're a great moderator, right? it's interesting and I love Minecraft and this isn't going to come up in my experiences with Minecraft because I'm not playing online very much, but it is the kind of thing where you say, okay, this is all well-intentioned. I think Minecraft is great. I think they're well-intentioned in putting this stuff out there, but it can certainly go the wrong way, especially if you have a bad faith moderator and especially if there's no methodology for appeals. It's just non-negotiable. You're just done with a bad faith moderator. Minecraft has a zero tolerance policy towards hate speech, bullying, harassing, sexual solicitation, or threatening others. This is the bullet where you really see the community standards as articulated on this Minecraft blog post stated for purposes of the ban, right? You see this match up with what they're talking about here. The severe offenses meant to cause harm to others, the other references that you see in why have I been banned, and everything in between. Now, they do say that all activities remain subject to the Mojang end user license agreement and terms and conditions, which of course we have to review as well. We see in that document that if you're going to make something available on or through our game, it must not be offensive to people or illegal. It must be honest and it must be your own creation. Now, similar to hate speech, this creates a problem, right? It must not be offensive to people. I would be willing to bet that there is probably more than a handful of episodes of virtual legality that is offensive to someone. We do our level best to be as unbiased as possible to present both sides of the coin on all of these topics. But just based on the comments to my own videos, I know that one or more things that I have said in the past couple of years has been offensive to someone somewhere. So once you start to say, okay, so our community standards are actually still subject to this end user license agreement, right? Totally fine. But this end user license agreement says you can't make something offensive. And if you make something offensive, that's a violation of our community standards. And if you make something offensive and our mod determines that it was a severe offense meant to cause harm to others, well, then we can just ban you. It starts to domino effect right down the line. We reserve the right to take down any content in our discretion as all of it's put forth in this end user license agreement. Certainly, I would start to say, hey, if I'm Mojang, this needs to say more specifically that you can get banned for this. You can lose your account. You can lose your access. Now, the other thing that is referenced in, as part of the community standards, as we talked about, is the Minecraft services agreement and the Xbox community standards. We go and we look at the, mine, at the Microsoft services agreement. We see their code of conduct, which is incorporated directly by reference while the code of conduct applies to everything. So it applies to Minecraft. It says, don't do anything illegal. 
Don't harm children. Don't send spam. Don't publicly display or use the services to share inappropriate content, including among more specifically inappropriate content, offensive language. It's interesting, right? Microsoft has a blanket rule that applies to everything, Minecraft, Xbox, everything else, that says don't use offensive language. That's, that's an interesting one because I don't know if you've been on Xbox lately, but there's a lot of offensive language being used. Don't engage in activity that is fraudulent, false, or misleading. Don't engage in activity that is harmful to you, which is an interesting term of service. The services or others, including communication of hate speech, advocating violence against others, violent extremist content, etc. Don't infringe on intellectual property. Don't violate the privacy of others. And don't help others do any of these things. If you do any of these bad things, we may stop providing service to, to you or we may close your Microsoft account. Now, that's a big freaking deal in the world because Microsoft is the provider of Microsoft Office. Your account is linked to all of these various things that you probably need to help get your work done. We've talked about this kind of dovetailing of entertainment and actual things that you use in your life in other places in virtual legality. I did a video very recently called Bad Optics that was about the Oculus Quest forcing you to sign in with Facebook and Facebook saying, if you violate one of their terms, if you say something they don't like, again, hate speech, other categories of things, Facebook can cancel your account on Facebook and that will render your Oculus Quest inert. And we talked about how that's a problem, that you really shouldn't be combining your social media presence with your terms of service for a piece of hardware that you bought with your actual money. This is significantly worse because this isn't just, hey, your VR headset won't work. This is potentially that your Office 365 or the things that you need to make your livelihood won't work. And that's a function of living in the world of 2020, where if you lose access to your Google account, you lose access to your Microsoft account. These are very, very, very bad things. And I don't really think that people are taking into account that when you've got these blanket ambiguous rules, and if you violate one of them on Minecraft, you are absolutely violating them under the overall umbrella of the Microsoft agreement, which isn't to say they'll cut off your 365 account, but they certainly reserve the right to do so. And Minecraft itself is doing the same thing that Facebook and Oculus did with respect to their Java edition. That's why we've decided that moving forward, per their blog post from, I believe, last month, all of our games will require a Microsoft account to play, including Microsoft, uh, including Minecraft Java edition. Just to be clear, moving Mojang to Microsoft is mandatory. You have to do this in order to use this game that you've otherwise been playing, the Java edition of Minecraft, because of all these good reasons. Increased security. All of your games will be connected to the same account. Yeah, all your games will be connected to your account. Also, all your productivity software if you use Microsoft to do any of that. So you've got this domino effect. You've got a bad faith moderator doing something in bad faith to you on Minecraft who potentially has an in to start saying, okay, your Mojang account, your Microsoft account, because, hey, I've, con I've proved that you did hate speech. You did something nefarious. You did a severe offense in Minecraft. And now I should be able to get you in trouble at the Microsoft level. This starts to become really, really dangerous, not just because of ambiguity, but also because you've put all this power in what they say is a non-negotiable moderator position on a game where you create buildings out of little blocks that you hit with a little you know, eight or 16 bit uh, diagonal mine axe thing, right? And of course the Xbox swings in to not really clear things up. If you're playing this on Xbox, we already talked about the fact that they've said you could lose access to your worlds if you're moderated. The Xbox community standards try to give additional 
advice, additional volume of content related to the Microsoft Terms of Service. So they follow along with respect to the Microsoft Terms of Service. They explain a bunch of stuff. They don't do a great job of it. You deserve a place to be yourself with confidence, free from bullying, hatred, and harassment. And so does every other player. So we're going to start to try to define various things in those Microsoft Services documents. Keep your content clean. Harassment and hate take many forms, but none have a home on Xbox. Don't send harassing or abusive messages. That could be a violation of the terms. But a little trash talk is an expected part of competitive multiplayer action, which isn't exactly how I would describe Minecraft in general. And that's not a bad thing, but hate has no place here. Harassment includes any negative behavior that's personalized, disruptive, or likely to make someone feel unwelcome or unsafe. To qualify as harassment, the behavior doesn't have to be drawn out or persistent. A single violation, and you could be put on the hook for the Xbox violation, the Minecraft violation, and potentially the Microsoft account violation. That said, Microsoft does its level best to try to explain what it's okay with. Get destroyed. Can't believe you thought you were on my level. That's totally fine. Get sexual threaded. Can't believe you thought we're on my level. Not okay. Profanity in relation to potato aim. Not okay. Some other references that I don't understand because I'm an older folk here on Xbox. That's not okay. And at the, end of the at the end of the day, we don't like problematic content. That's harassing or abusive in some manner. You can't make provocative religious comments in your profile. You can't use your activity feed as a platform to promote controversial politics. I'm really curious as to who determines what politics is controversial, right? Is that Redmond? Is that Redmond Washington? Is that Phil Spencer? Is that Xbox? You can see how these things start to become ambiguous. And because they are all incorporated by reference in that blog post, that Minecraft applies all of these things. They apply their own community standards, yes, but they also apply everything else, right? Everything else, the code of conduct from the Microsoft Services Agreement, the Xbox community standards, everything gets applied. And they say, hey, look, we can suspend people on Xbox, but on, at least on the Xbox side, they aren't as draconian or they don't describe themselves as draconian as the Minecraft team. When suspensions end, we welcome players back so that they can contribute to Xbox Live in positive ways. We know people make mistakes and we believe lapses in judgment can be significant opportunities for growth, which is all a long way of saying that the Minecraft team believes that these kinds of things, severe offenses meant to cause harm to others, are not lapses and that they can ban people on a permanent basis. The problem, of course, is without any kind of appeal mechanism and without any history of using these bans right now, we don't know whether they will be affected in a just fashion. What we do know is that individuals on the Minecraft team now have near total power to make life pretty miserable for a lot of Minecraft players that maybe are on the line, maybe over the line, and maybe nowhere near the line in the first place. This has been a discussion of the Minecraft mod ban hammer power being given to the various Minecraft mods. If you enjoyed this, please like, subscribe, share, ring bells, tell folks that we are here in virtual legality talking about terms of service, talking about business and law of pop culture, especially video games, movies, television, music, and everything in between. If you caught this on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. And if you listen to it as a podcast, thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you on the very next episode of Virtual Legality. Virtual Legality is a YouTube video series with audio podcast versions presented as commentary and for education and entertainment purposes only. It does not constitute legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. If you have legal questions about the topics discussed, please consult your own legal counsel.